You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. The 21 chapters in the Gospel of John can be broken down into two major sections. The first section is from chapters 1 through 13, and the second section begins here in today's reading with chapter 14, going all the way to the end of the Gospel of John. What is clearly revealed to us in the first section from chapters 1 through 13 is that Christ, as the Word of God and as the Son of God, came to be life to us so that we can be produced as the church, which is the house of God. So a few good key verses in the first section would be John chapter 3.16, which most of us know, perhaps, is the most famous verse in the Bible. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and if we believe in him, we will receive eternal life. And then another good verse for this first section is John 10.10, 10, where the Lord says, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So what we see in the first 13 chapters of John is the Lord's coming. He is coming to be our life so that he can produce the church as his habitation, his house, his dwelling place. And as clear as we see this in the first 13 chapters, what we have to also realize is that during this time, as the Lord is telling his disciples that he wants to be their life, The best that he can do is to be among them and to be with them. He cannot be in them yet. That's where the second section comes in. Beginning in John 14, the Lord shows us how, how he can dispense himself into the believers to be the life for the producing of God's habitation. And the way he does this in John 14 is by his going. So the first 13 chapters, we see his coming. But from chapter 14 on, we see his going. In order for him to enter into us to be our life so that God can gain his habitation, not only does the Lord need to come, he also needs to go. And this going is not a going to the heavens. This going is a going through the cross, through death, and going through resurrection to the Father to prepare a place for us so that we could have a standing before God and in God so that God can dispense himself into us. So some key verses here in John chapter 14 is in verse 2, where the Lord says, In my Father's house are many abodes, and he is going to prepare a place for us. And you may ask, okay, Lord, where are you going? Well, if we continue reading, he tells us where he's going. He's going to the Father. Verse 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the reality and the life, No one comes to the Father except through me. So the Lord is going to the Father, and the way for us to get to the Father is to go through the Lord. So how can we get to the Father? In verse 10, where the Lord says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? Next verse, Believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. So the way to get into the Father is to get into the Son. Because the Son is in the Father. That's what the Lord says here. The Lord says that He is in the Father. So if you want to get into the Father, 
we have to get to the Son. Because when we get into Christ, spontaneously we are in the Father. And then in verse 20, the Lord says, In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. So that day is the day of the Lord's resurrection, when he came back and breathed himself into his disciples. And when that happened, the Lord says, You will know that he is in the Father, and he enters into us, so that he is in us, and then we are also in him. And by being in him, we are also in the Father. And through this process of his going through the cross, through death and resurrection, God is able to dispense himself into man. So by his going to bring us into God first, then God is able to dispense himself into us. And this dispensing of God into us produces an abode, produces a dwelling where humanity is mingled with divinity and divinity is mingled with humanity. Where humanity enters into divinity and divinity enters into humanity. And the issue of this is a mutual dwelling between God and man. Where our humanity is dwelling in divinity and where God's divinity is dwelling in humanity. And the key verse for this is John 14, 23. Where the Lord says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make an abode with him. And finally, another notable verse here in 14 is uh, John chapter 14 is verse 26, where the Lord says, But the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. So here, this verse speaks of the Spirit. And this is critical because through the Lord's going, through death and resurrection, he became the life-giving Spirit. And as the Spirit... God is able to dispense himself, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, into man to be man's life, to dwell within man, and to cause man to dwell within God. And through this dwelling, God is able to produce the church, the house of God. And this house is a mutual abode where God has a place to dwell and man has a place to dwell. The place is God. The place is a person. Man dwells in God. And God dwells in man. So this is John chapter 14. An awesome and amazing chapter. I hope you enjoy reading it. And I hope you enjoy praying over it.